0: clear insights and fresh perspectives on global events. Tune in
1: for a balanced view
0: of The Other Side of the News.
1: Welcome to The Other Side of the News. Our show tonight is... Breaking through poverty. And our returning guest, Mass Palsvi, is going to share with us some very practical ways that our economies can recover and people can thrive. I am so delighted to bring Mass Palsvey back as a guest. He's lived a lifetime in the world of finance. For nearly 30 years, Mass was an investment banker and a government bond trader. He says, I specialize in balance sheets of governments. In one year alone, his trading strategies brought in a return of $93 million. Being a skilled communicator and fluent in multiple languages, Mass is particularly positioned to see a world that most never know and few understand. More than most, mass understands money and the flow of money and he knows how to end poverty in three months i can't wait to learn how we can accomplish that welcome to the other side of the news mass it's so good to have you back
2: it's very nice to be back again again very nice
1: oh thank you thank you before we go into our main topic I know that in May you had an amazing conference called the Scandinavian Freedom Events. And the speakers, I was looking over the speakers, they are just awesome. You've got Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Catherine Austin Fitz. You want to give us a, an overview of what happened and the response of your audience, and I'm just so excited to learn what happened at this international conference. I'm looking at these speakers, and they just go on and on. They're all top-of-the-line, high-marked speakers, so let's, let's hear from you what it was like for you and how you feel it went across and how the audience responded.
2: Well, thanks very much. Yeah, it was a very great experience. And uh, what was new here was a couple of things. What we wanted to do was to make this slightly different, which is why we call it a convention and not a conference, because what we wanted to try to do is instead of having um, a lot of, of prominent speakers coming and delivering their speech and then uh, moving on to the next stage, so to speak, we wanted people to, those speakers together and get to know each other also across disciplines. So we wanted lawyers to meet economists, to meet uh, politicians, to meet uh, doctors and, uh, and scientists, and of course also very importantly, uh, activists, people who have actually managed to, to, um, to, to, to stop some of the worst atrocities and if we could get these all all those groups to work together that would be great because what we see is the enemy is so so well coordinated they have all their, they they just have like a a, a, a one liner and then they all all uh, toe in line and do whatever what, what they're supposed to do like the build back better or the great reset or the new world order and 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 they all know. Oh, oops, those are the trigger words. Now I have to behave and do exactly as I'm told. And the, and this this goes for applies to the fake mainstream media, to the the bored and corrupt uh, politicians and educators and uh, and all these different scientists um, and 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 so called experts in quotation marks, inverted, uh, where, where they they bring in to to come and support all their schemes and lies, which basically is about transferring wealth from the poor to the super rich. And to do this and not to have a revolt, you need to brainwash the population by continuing to lie to them and, and also by, um, uh, by paying off, of course, all the, 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 uh, the people in power and employing a lot of technocrats, who just, all they're doing is making rules and regulations and legislation that makes life harder and steals time from ordinary citizens. So they work for the government instead of the government working for them. So this was an idea, could we actually start being each other's wingmen instead Mm -hmm. of all... Playing just alone, are like an economy. They talk about economics, and the doctors talk about medicine, and an activist talk about demonstrations and activists, uh, different act times. But how about what can we coordinate sometime? If what if if if, if for example, at, uh, at, at, let's say a at, at, at doctor is is being. Uh, attacked uh, by the media and maybe by lawsuits and so on. Why don't we make a demonstration to support him? And why don't other, other um, doctors come out and, and in support? Uh, and so wow, this was the idea. And it was very interesting and lovely to see that people came early Thursday, Friday, and they, most of them stayed until Monday. So they really got to know each other, which was very nice to see.
1: That sounds like such an awesome approach and one that could actually yield some results. Now, you say they got together. Was the audience able to see them getting together? Was this like a panel that the audience was listening in on? Or were these private little uh, intimate you know, gatherings where they're coordinating their efforts and then brought it to the audience? How did that work?
2: So the, so the way we 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 sorted it all out was basically we wanted to have as much interaction with the audience as possible and meanwhile of course uh, also having respect for the speakers because um a lot of people would like to have uh, uh, you know a few moments together with some of those speakers so what we had done was that each of the speakers would make a presentation but this was this was the all the presentations were shorter than normal and and in, instead, we had um, more focus on panels and questions. Mm. And then we had um, we had uh, two separate uh, dining areas. One where they which was open for everybody, so the speakers could choose if they had energy for talking um, and, and dining there, they could do that. But if they wanted to to uh, have a, a, a private conversation with some of the other speakers, they had a chance at a separate dining area where they could. Go and, and and eat where it was only for the speakers. So we did it that way, um, and we had we also had a couple of the evenings where we had uh, dinners for only for the speakers uh, on a separate location. So so we did it um, we did it in a way which was of course a, a bit of a balancing act because a lot of the uh, attendees would of course like to. To just hang out all the time, but at the same time, we have to also be realistic. These are, uh, uh, you know, international <laughs> kind of famous people, and um, and they are they 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 are just overwhelmed with requests for for you know all sorts of of all sorts of uh, things. So so it's it's very it's it, it's very draining for them.
1: Well, I think that was really ingenious the way you set up the separate dining halls. And uh, I'm curious about how the speakers received this, how they interacted with each other.
2: I think they were so friendly, and we had like kind of this feeling of of um, of, of strength and optimism. And um, of of course, this was in May, only what two and a half months after the invasion of Ukraine. So the the focus was uh, pretty much on on Ukraine and the fear of a big war. Um, so there was a little bit of, of it was not so relevant anymore. There was a little bit of, um, people thinking, oh, it's finally spring and they're finally opening up everywhere and we can travel and, 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 and people this, and, and, and people have this thing, oh, now it's over. Now they stopped. So everything is okay. And my view and, and the view of this conference, which we all convention <laughs> this event was that another thing we need to, to, to sort out is, um, is that never in history have we actually actually jailed the real perpetrators behind Mm. crimes against humanity because uh, Trudeau and Boris Johnson and Macron are not the real enemy. I view them as soldiers
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and I view them as someone who, after the war, uh, we could, we, maybe they should, I don't know whether they should go to jail or just have a fine. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not a person to, to, to judge those people, but I could certainly, um, you know, see them after a period of time being part of society again and, and also, uh, even talking about it and they could come out and, and, you know, uh, explain how they ended up in a position of, of um, of working working for such a dark force, uh, that, that, that when did they dawn on them that they that they were actually uh, going down that road? Did they ever regret it? Did they do it on purpose and so on? But but I think if you take a, like a Danish the Danish prime minister, she was in youth politics from when she was a teenager. So she yeah. she was being she was being she's been been <laughs> you know formed into this position. She has never worked a day in her life. And she's now the Prime Minister of Denmark. So, I mean, if someone had told her that in 30 years or 35 years, you will have to try to forcibly inject the Danish population with a DNA-changing poison, she might have chosen a different path. And I think we have to... To understand uh, this, that, that that the force behind the, these uh, atrocities are so strong, and I think that that um, what I want to do is, I don't want to play this game. Then I just want to defeat Macron and uh, and uh, Trudeau and uh, and Johnson and Biden and all those uh, horrible criminals. But 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 I actually I actually think that we should find out who is behind all this. Who is doing all this? We need to stop it.
1: For sure. For sure. And, you know, I'm thinking about like, I, I really appreciated when I saw your video on ending poverty, what you were speaking about of this compassionate way of handling those who have been participating in this evil plot, if you will. And uh, so I, I applaud you for that. And I'm also curious. So I'm looking at this panoply of speakers. They're you know, international speakers with so many different languages. How were there translators? Did they speak mostly English or Danish or what? How did how did you manage this? These language, these different so, languages.
0: I
2: mean, I'll be honest. We did this on a shoestring budget because my organization don't have a lot of money at all. Uh, we only have a few a few members that pays member fee a membership fee, and we don't. We're not we are all based on volunteer work and nobody gets a salary, including myself. So, um, we of course were aware of the option of, of, um, of, of having uh, simultaneously translation and so on, but we decided in the end to do it only in English and, um, and then, and then have a focus of getting people from Germany and I mean, Switzerland, Austria, England, of course, but also France. Um, so that we could have, um, some of those, the international, uh, fairly, uh, uh, important people from the, those countries that, that speaks, uh, that speaks fluent English and they came. So, so we had uh, Christian Prion, uh, Pierre Perron and, um, Alexandre from France, for example, who are one of some of the most important freedom fighters in France. Hmm. And, um, and we had the lawyer, um, uh, uh, Philipp Kruse, uh, coming from, uh, from, from Austria. So we had uh, Christine Andersson, member of European Parliament. She's a German. So we had all, all these um, uh, important people from Central Europe coming up. But we we decided to do all this 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 one we decided to do in English. And uh, the important thing is all the connections that were made b- between people and and uh, even Professor Sukharit Bhakti, he he said with tears in his eyes how lovely it was and how grateful he was to finally meet all the people he had only seen on on Zoom mm-hmm. and Skype. So so it was it that that went out quite well. I, I was very pleased with that.
1: Yes, and I know that there is an energy that is exchanged when we are in the physical presence of each other. So it's beautiful that he acknowledged that, that there was something richer coming to the experience than would have happened in simply a Zoom. And uh, I'm wondering, this seems like such a great template for other countries to follow and use. Have you... Have you had any feedback about these speakers maybe taking this idea and, you know, repeating it over and over? Because we do need to really be aware of each other and network with each other, like you were saying.
2: Well, I'm going to to one in, the, in Warsaw in the end of July and then the following week in Amsterdam and then the following week in Budapest. So there are a lot of stuff going on. Um, so little me is, uh, I'm going three times, uh, just before the end of August. So there are a lot of stuff of this going on. I think we, I think people realize that it's so important to meet. Uh, so I, I do, I do hope and think so. And I hope also that, that these, the two things about, about the, the, for me, most important thing about this convention was, can we work together? Can, could, could the, could the politicians be wingmen for, for the, uh, activists and could the activists be wingmen for the scientists and could they be wingmen for the lawyers and could they be wingmen for the poly for the economists and so could we all try to um, come out and, and 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 support each other like you know how it is if you if you are in a, in a setting and some per- one person says something and, and two or three people agree then that is kind of uh, then that's just agreed upon by the group. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. this is what the enemy is doing. Salolinsky, uh, met the method is that you simply have three or four people saying the same thing, and then the group goes, uh, get conf- gets confused, and, and and then they or each individual think, oh, it's probably me who's stupid. If four four of these mm-hmm. distinguished people say this, then I must be wrong, and they must be right. And this this is how uh, you know people like the Clintons uh, and 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 all these. Uh, horrible people they are they are they're getting through with it with so much stuff is by by just uh, manipulating um, things and by repeating lies and so on so I think that there is a lot of strengths and we we, we even have the strength that we actually uh, coming with facts and we're coming with the truth and uh, and we should be be much more brave and much more honest and and, and and vehement in, in 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 I mean, like Robert F. Kennedy, the way he's talking. I like I I love the way he's talking so clearly, uh, and 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 coming with evidence upon evidence. If, for example, check his book with four hundred pages of. It's basically an indictment on Fauci. I mean, it's amazing Fauci is still out in the streets and allowed to go around. I mean, there is enough evidence to put him in in jail for several lifetimes. I think. <laughs>
1: Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And um, hmm. so what I would say is why, why what I would love to see is all the scientists and, and doctors going out saying, yes, Robert Kennedy is right. And then I would like to see all the activists going out in front of the CDC and say we should jail Fauci because of this, 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 this and this. And this. And then I would like to see the politicians going out saying that's true. So if that would happen, then Fauci would go to jail.
1: Mm-hmm. And are you he seeing anything like? Are you seeing anything happen like that? Uh, well,
2: it's like the twelfth monkey. You now, now the 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 monkey is out of the box, so to speak. And uh, and 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 hopefully this can start. Uh, uh, maybe 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 this can spread now. If you. In mm-hmm. this human uh, morphogenic universe of, of an internet where we, when, 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 uh, when an idea is out, then people take it as their own idea. So I really, really hope that we will start to do that and look at what the enemy is doing, what is working for them. And that what is working for them is the way they cooperate across disciplines, the way their scientists are supporting their politicians who are supported, supported by their mainstream media and their educational system. We need to do the same
1: hmm. For sure. Um, Timothy, Anetta, is there anything you'd like to chime in on this convention? I do have
3: something uh, I'd like to, to comment on and, and ask about. So uh, as you're aware, uh, Mas, we're, we're I'm on a road trip right now uh, going across the country doing something not the same, but trying to bring people together and getting them to work together to connect and having all of these different uh, different modalities, different different ideas come together. And I will tell you that the power of actually physically meeting people live and in person, giving them hugs and and doing that. I'm mean, i the tour manager and I have access to everyone. It is huge. It's powerful. So what I would suggest to anyone who's listening, if you have an opportunity to, of course, come to the truth tour, um, cause I'm on that right now. We are, I'm in Orlando, Florida, uh, right now. But, uh, if you have an opportunity, do uh, do our tour or do something um, where you actually physically can get together, meet the people that are there, meet the speakers, and figure out ways to work together. It's the most powerful thing that we can do, and we all need to take action. Each one of us can take an action, and I'm going to send a picture of something that we've been doing here. We've been making up Post-its, and uh, it's basically telling people on this little post that you can stick anywhere that they've been lied to about all these different topics. And then there's an Internet, uh, there's a connection where with an address. And you can look up all this stuff and find resources, find facts, find ways to connect. So I think that's super important to do. And and I totally agree with Mas on that. It's very, very powerful. I just wanted to put that in there. That's
1: so, great. I love
3: the idea of Post-its. Yeah, the, it's amazing. People love them. I was handing them out yesterday. I was in Sarasota. And they were like... Everybody wanted them. They were like, "Can I have two? And I'm like, "Yeah, we're giving them out." And then uh, you can order more on the website that's on there. So, uh, and we're doing it at cost. We just want the word out there. Um, and uh, so, but if you come to the things, we're giving them out free, and then, um, and then people are are ordering them too, and they love it. We're, they're sending in pictures. Uh, I red pilled my um, hotel staff this morning. <laughs> uh, doing, using this and um, and they're coming to, so we have uh, we're here in Orlando and we're having the um, the truce tour uh, stop in Orlando is tomorrow and so he's going to be coming with part of the staff so this is very very powerful
1: that's a great idea that's certainly one that should be used frequently because it's mm-hmm. so easy to just put those post-its wherever you go and it's yeah, and- and another
3: thing about it, a lot of people have done this. They've put it multiple post-its so people feel like they can pull it off the wall or wherever. I'm sticking them in elevators. I stick them in the checkbook for the waitress. The waitress, this is so funny, in Sarasota, she uh, opened up the thing, saw the little post-it, and then was like, oh, my God. And she felt like she had met her tribe. Here we are all sitting at the table. And she was so excited. She put it on her chest and was wearing it proudly (laughs) and served all the tables with that. And I mean, we've been posting this up on our our Telegram channel, which is the Truth Tour 22, I think, Telegram channel. As you can see, all these people doing all these creative things with them. And um, yeah,
1: (laughs) it reminds me of, uh, you know, during the revolution when they were, you know, printing these papers to distribute Mm -hmm. these flyers, you know, Mm -hmm. clandestine. And uh, this is a quick and fun way to share it, and you can get it out in so many places, because I was thinking, you know, you take a sign here and there, but then you have, how do I carry it, where do I set it up, But a little post wow, that's great.
3: Yeah, so I want to let our audience know. And uh, that's freedomandaction.net is the website that that's connected to that allows people to see all the information and also if they want to get some of those post-its. And like I said, they're only at cost, so
1: we're not making any money on it. We just want to get the word out there. Um, So I'm curious about this freedom in action. Like, is this something that Mass's group could get his information on their website? Absolutely. Yes, (laughs) absolutely.
3: Great. And, you know, one of the things that we're doing is connecting. So what to to what Moss is saying here, we're doing all these things to try to connect all these different groups. And one of the things about our particular tour, and people have overwhelmingly been just elated about coming because the first rule is no egos. So I don't care how big a name you are, or how small a name you are, if you bring in information, and it's good you know, that's that's who's speaking. We have big names. We have small names. It doesn't matter as long as it's good, solid information and that they aren't all about them and their ego. It's about helping we the people and bringing the people together. And this is the overarching theme, kind of like what you're saying, Moss, with your people. And it works. It works. If you do this correctly and you bring the people together, we can um, organize and we can do this in a way that allows us to be. As powerful, but more. And the reason I say "but more" is because we have truth on our side. They have propaganda on their side. We have truth on our side, so we are more powerful. We we are of, of the good side. Um, we are we have truth, and the only problem that we've ever had is that we we just were unaware of what was going on and unorganized about it.
1: Which brings us back to you, Mass. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. yeah, no, i I mean, I'm. I'm so happy you, you, for, for you that you you get a chance to to travel around the uh, beautiful America and uh, and and meet uh, all these nice people. And and I really really think that it is so important that we come out with a message that that everybody can do this. We can all do something. I mean, I I can talk about some of this the stuff that I I I think is 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 important. And and some people like to listen to that. But also, to be honest, a lot of people. They don't un- understand what I'm saying. I don't think it's important uh, or don't like my person or whatever. So everybody has someone that they can speak to, that they can relate to. We cannot, we cannot relate to everybody. That's impossible. So we need to get more, you know, all, all hands on deck. And everybody can do this. And uh, I think this is also one of the secrets uh, that we have been lied to. And I think it, it, is, by, it is by design that the school system is designed to destroy each human being's self-esteem, we are been, we are being taught that, uh, unless we are lawyers and, 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 and doctors and top of the class, then we are actually, a uh, we are a failure. So people, okay, they come I, I, I estimate at least 90, I'm probably being generous here, probably 95% of the people coming out of, of, uh, after 12 years education, they have, they have had all their, uh, or most of their self-esteem that we are born with destroyed and taken away from them, so that they can be uh, good uh, servants, good slaves for the for the masters that have these uh, this horrible technocratic um, fascist agenda. And uh, and so the, I mean, so this is one of the biggest challenges is actually to make, to to get people to understand that they are important, their views are mm-hmm. important, their life is important, and they they have so many opportunities that they don't see themselves that they have each each person has has so, so much potential and the and and and, and the, the system the beast system has been so successful in uh, in persuading the vast majority of people that they can't do anything and they really really can they really really can so I'm so happy to hear that you all have a chance to to move around and uh, and, and and do do some some, some real real important connecting work I think and, and the, the, the idea about post it is really good because if you make a sticker here in Denmark for example you could be you could be fined and so on but a post post it I mean that cannot really do any damage to any property it's a really good idea I'll definitely do that
3: I'm gonna yeah I'll, I'll send a picture of one <clears throat> excuse me so Canthea can post it up and yeah. I yeah I also wanted to speak to the idea about all of us and uh, in the indoctrination of the education system. So it's a pure it's not education. First of all, quit calling it that, right? Everyone should quit calling it that because it's an indoctrination system. And yeah. what what we realized, oh, so we were all sitting around the table having dinner, um, and what we were kind of discussing that idea why we were doing what we were doing, how we got here, blah blah blah, and. Um, the thing is, is that we were all successful in our own rights. We all had done really amazing things. And none of us had fully, most of them had never gone to college. In my case, I have, I have four and a half years out of a five-year program, but but, but, the, but I didn't graduate the point. And, and none of us did. And uh, it's interesting because the indoctrination did not, you know, we did not get the full indoctrination. And that may well be part of what's going on here. I'm not saying that people that got degrees are necessarily, but their chances are not nearly as good. And the other thing is, is as we went around the table, none of us had televisions. Mm. So interesting, uh, very interesting. And I'm speaking to the speakers, and I'm finding the same thing to be true. And these are not uneducated people. They just don't have formal education. That does not mean anything uh, in my world. I mean, my dad used to always say that people got their uh, thinking ability their creativity educated right out of them and and i think it's true this is part of their plan so just wanted to comment on that
2: i, I totally agree with that uh, and uh, and and we see that also here in denmark that the the academics the, the more basically the, the more education you have had the the, the least uh, amount of 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 the of, of of truth <laughs> coming out of their mouth. I mean, they are they are so indoctrinated, and there are so few of them are, that are against the system. It's unbelievable. We have uh, builders and IT people are uh, two of the biggest groups we have here in in, in, in my, my uh, party, and uh, we have hardly any academics. However, the the, the, the the event we made in 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 May, we that was that that was mainly those uh, few academics that have been. Um, uh, that had been very active, um, in, in, in the, in the freedom fighting movement. So, because we, we still, we, we still need to, to, to realize uh, that the world we're living in, you know, if you want to, to regain control of the system, if we ever have had it, and then uh, we need to, to have people who, who can, you know, kind of convince people that, that, that we are right. And, um, uh, and that's at least what what i what i believe in so so we so so I'm very much in the camp of instead of building a new system I want to go out and fight for the system we have we have a system we have a constitution we have human rights we have international treaties and everything is being broken every day and that is that is where i i, I, I put my feet down this is why I'm fighting this is why i'm standing I'm standing there and I'm saying i I, I will not accept that that they are taking away my human rights and they are not uh, abiding the constitution. I will not accept it. This is where I'm standing, and for that I need activists and people without formal education as well as people with formal education. And because there are so few people with formal education who are fighting the, 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 this this fight, that is why I have been trying, uh, you know, trying to see where I could find one, some. And I mainly found them outside of Denmark.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Well, this is a really great place to go to break. You're listening to The Other Side of the News, and our wonderful guest tonight is Matt Palsby. The show is called Breaking Through Poverty. Co hosting are Timothy Saunders, Annette Driscoll, and myself, Kintia. We shall return. at a time when our freedoms are in jeopardy. This show, The Other Side of the News, is bringing to you amazing guests with truth to tell. As many of you know, we are now expanding our show on several platforms. One of them is Rumble. To find our show, go to rumble.com forward slash Tosin. That's r-u-m-b-l-e forward slash t-o-s-n. To support freedom from censorship, be sure and subscribe to our Rumble channel. And please hit the Rumble Like button to the shows you feel contribute to your well-being. That way, the algorithm will push us higher in the search field and give greater exposure to our amazing guests. We deeply appreciate your support, and we look forward to bringing you more revealing shows with guests that bring you uncensored truth, with information you can act on for your well-being, your health, and your freedoms. It is our honor to serve you and to uplift you with every guest and every show. Till next time, peace.
3: This is Anetta from the other side of the news. I'd like to let you know that I'm going to be on a month-long tour across the United States. I'm touring with the Truth Tour, and it's going to be an inspiring event with well-known, high-powered, and emerging insightful patriots speaking on the kind of topics that we cover on the other side of the news. As I'm sure you're aware, one of the things that the Cabal has done throughout this period of time we've been living through is to separate us, And one of the primary goals of the Truth Tour is to bring like-minded people together and to share knowledge with each other. With that knowledge, people can come together in friendship and build the strong communities that they want to live in. So, this is how we defeat the Cabal. The Truth Tour covers 22 cities in 31 days, and we cover around 8,000 miles. To see our route and see if you're near one of our cities, you can check truthtour.net. We have a variety of options, tickets from VIP level down to a dollar, so everyone can afford to come. For those of you that are in a geographic situation that does not allow you to attend, we also have an online streaming event that includes all 22 cities and a portal to watch them at your convenience. And if you're really excited and you want to support the tour, we have a donation button. This way you can support the tour and pay it forward for a person who may not be able to pay the full ticket price this is a great opportunity to meet other truth seekers make new friends and not feel so isolated our primary goal with the truth tour is to bring people together to educate motivate and inspire you to take action I am so excited to meet each and every one of you live and in person out on the road and give every one of you a big old hug.
0: back you're listening to 105th show of the other side of the news and we have maz palvi maz you last visit not so long ago it was only on show 89 i think which was the what 11th of february or something along those lines it was only six months ago so normally we'd say well is that too frequent for you are, are you sort of uh um asking you to regularly to come back and report i think not at all, I think what you have to say is a direct reflection of exactly how much is going on in the world, how much, how fast the world is progressing in this sort of, uh, what should we say, not great reset, but great metamorphosis. And uh, if we just literally go through a few of the sort of world events that are happening even this week, we have huge turmoil and huge uh, changes. For example. Just to run through a few points that may help us hone uh, a subject in a second. Uh, Here in Turkey, we have the official rate of inflation is now broken through 80%. And that's pretty interesting. The unofficial uh, rate is actually much higher, but um, we'll see. It it seems to be changing around 10% a month. The dollar seems to be up this week. The euro seems to be down. Pound is down, you know where that is. I think uh, gold is down and Bitcoin is down. So before we go into uh, other other events, what do you think is happening with the financials at the moment, lads?
2: The big thing here is, is of course that there will be some some uh, asset prices will they will have to go up when the the West have have created so much money as we have had the last uh, two years. Um, all this money that paid for all the uh, all the public sector workers going home, and then um, all these restrictions that that were hampering economic activity. Uh, so they they produced a lot of money, um, and I I think they did this because if they had, if they had a plan to vaccinate, well, I'm calling a vaccine vaccination, but which is not. But just forgive me for that. But uh, inject people with inject. Port- yeah, inject, yes. injections, yeah, uh, med- medical experiment. Um, if, if they wanted to do that and they have had a, had a, an economic crash at the same time, then people would have been doing what the Dutch farmers are doing now. They would have stopped the traffic. They would have, have, have uh, done like the people in Sri Lanka did, which was going home to the politicians and beat them up. Um, so it's clear to me that, that what they did was they produced so much money that the middle class – were thinking oh my goodness they're doing such a good job even though we have this crisis I still have more money in, in, in my bank account my house prices uh, have just doubled in value I feel much richer than I did before the corona it's just looking great all I have to do is I can work from home uh, and the public sector workers in Denmark were sent home they just had a chance to tidy up their house sort out the garden do whatever they wanted to on full pay this was the longest paid holiday they ever had in their life a lot of Danish people were very, very pleased with that, and all this money then um, went into real estate, and that went then that went up in price. And it's amazing that we haven't seen more inflation than we've we have seen, and I think that is amazing. And that's because what they did is they they transferred the the, the most of the of the wealth were transferred to the super rich. So the multinational corporations made huge profits. The very wealthy people made huge profits on the on the um, the, the, the bull market in the equity markets and uh, so now I, th- I, I, I all I, I've said for, for, for a long time if we have a a crash an economic crash that is a sign we are winning mm-hmm. they, that, that's a sign that they they want to create chaos and, and panic so that they can somehow, uh, escape the consequences of um, of what they have done, or or they 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 want to destroy to revenge that that we are coming after them, or, or that's my that's my thinking. So I I think there are some there are some good signs out there that uh, that we are we are we are winning, and I see the these um, these um, price rises in in food and energy prices in particular in um in 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 the west as as science as as, as science that we that things are uh, things are changing and 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 if we fight and if we concentrate now we we and, and we have to concentrate on truth bombing and demanding uh, human rights and uh, demanding that um, that we want democracy and not dictatorship not te- te- technocracy that we we do have a chance, and and w- whenever there is this economic crisis, we have a chance. You can see this with the with the uh, the farmers in in Holland, where they want to, they they decided to say that uh, that the thirty percent of the farms would close down uh, because it was yes, because st- of was nitrogen
0: or whatever it is it's something crazy, right? There's an awful lot of nitrogen in the atmosphere generally, and I don't really see how closing thirty percent of Dutch farms will or significantly changed that, really. Uh, So, of course, there's absolute outrage. And this has not been reported on a lot of mainstream media. I say a lot. Maybe it has leaked through here and there. But generally speaking, it's quiet. On the independent media, it's raging. Uh, I even heard this week that uh, it was not possible to even cross the border into Germany at one stage from Holland, uh, Nederland. And also I've heard about farmers literally going for it by spraying uh, animal excrement all over government buildings which is uh, it's quite innovative I think
2: yeah very good it's a, it's, a, it's a lovely idea what I would like to see is that uh, all the other farmers of Europe would would do the same in uh, you know in solidarity with the Dutch farmers because why do you, why, why do they think that that the EU didn't do it in every single country right because if that's if a they very Country then that would have been a re- re- revolt and they, they, they would they, they, you know it, we would have had our Canadian drug moment here in, here in Europe so they do it in one country at a time trying to figure out how how, how,
0: how far they can go um, so yeah so that's how they do it you know um, that, that is exactly how they did it with uh, with covid and and also I think that's exactly how they did it with edging up the edging up or increasing the volume on the support for the uh, the what I call the Ukrainian variant as well. You imagine how many times this Zelensky guy was on, you know, Hollywood billboards, uh, award events, um, Eurovision song contest. I mean, he was in all the governments on Skype. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. And I'm very sorry to say, yes, there are people really getting hurt in Ukraine. Um, but I think this guy is just like a a giant acting puppet with uh, a lot of hungry people's arms up his rear end controlling him. Um, and yes, I'm talking about the puppet. I'm not trying to be unnecessarily rude, but mm. uh, you know, it it's, and I think this is the whole thing is now linked to through a network of tyranny. I mean, you look at Boris Johnson, the court jester of the United Kingdom's government. You know, he, he's resigned now, mm. it was only only a week ago, he was flying around, uh, going to see his big buddy Zelensky, offering UK citizenship to him and some of his family and some of his friends. Um, he was, I even heard, I think it was probably only a few days ago, maybe a week ago, that the UK government was procuring money from, I think it was Wales and Scotland, I'm not 100% sure of the accuracy of this, out of the education reserve funds to send to buy more guns and armaments and uh, for the Ukrainian army. Yeah. Now, why? Doesn't anybody ask why would you do this? this is, Ukraine is not a NATO country. It's not a European country. You've got the whole uh, political conflict going on with uh, Turkey as well, saying to a certain point that they did not agree for Finland and Sweden to join. Uh, NATO, uh, but finally, after sanctions were dropped against the, against Turkey, and, uh, suddenly on the same day, strangely enough, a new fleet of jets was, uh, approved to, to the Turkish Air Force from the USA. I mean, the whole thing is so unbelievably, uh, corrupt. It is, it's, how can anybody see it in any other way? I don't understand. Can you help me?
2: No, no, it is it is, uh, it is very corrupt, and I just want also to also comment that uh, the pl- I thought the plan was that to, to the, the that the Russian people should revolt and get rid of Putin, and instead what we're seeing is we're seeing the the from Holland being in trouble, Macron being in trouble, Trudeau being in trouble, Boris Johnson resigning. So so we're seeing exactly the opposite, and uh, this is the summer. What about in uh, three months' time? When, when we start needing to heat our houses in Europe and we can't get any Russian, uh, energy, uh, what about the mm-hmm. German industry? I mean, they need to, they need to, to produce stuff because they can't even feed their own nation with their own agricultural
0: products and they need to yes. export stuff. So they are going okay. to be in deep trouble. We should not forget to come back to the predicted food shortages and energy shortages. But have you heard how absurd it is that I've even heard that due to sanctions, that uh oil may not be directly bought from Russia if if they are a European country which is obviously um, you know the EU is offering uh, offering is, is, is in stating uh, sanctions against Russia. but what they're actually doing is allowing a certain country to procure it buy it from Russia that tanker is going out in the ocean and apparently changing ownership while it's uh, mid voyage so by the time it arrives, it, it, it no longer is breaking any sanctions uh, to supply energy to that particular European country. Mm. I mean, this stuff is, you know, if it was in a James Bond movie 20 years ago, you'd probably think that's a bit far out. But this mm. is actually happening. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the, you know, the, the, the engineered food shortages, which, again, I'm sure will loop back to the other subject we're, we're going to talk about, uh, which is breaking through poverty. There are wheat fields on fire in Turkey, or there were literally a few days ago. Why only the wheat fields? And why were they burning? It, it's, and all of these different shortages, um, whether it's due to uh, predicted diesel shortages, I've heard even in the United States there is a particular chemical which is not available, which means that perhaps as early as September, diesel will not be freely available or the price will go through the roof. Mm. Um, so in no diesel how do you how do you deliver stuff um and then that will add more momentum to the predicted food shortages because food has not been grown food has not been moving around even during the covid uh covid days um lots of seeds were banned from being imported and exported so this whole cumulative effect is really aiming up nicely for the end of 2022, which we always heard that 2023 was when this segment of the plan would uh, would escalate or change. But as you say, I am delighted to see Boris Johnson resign. I am delighted to see Trudeau in trouble and Macron in trouble. And because surely, you know, some of these people, the sheep on conveyor belts, I like to affectionately call them, until they actually see these big changes, they're not going to believe the likes of uh, Annetta, yourself and me, because they measure their world in their own perception. Their mm. perception is everything is fine because you believe what you hear on the mainstream.
2: Yeah. And also the next prime minister of England might be looking into the data that are just being released that uh, compared to first quarter of 2021, the birth rate uh, has gone down by with fifteen percent, while the death rate has gone up. I believe uh, five to ten percent. So we're talking about something that is clearly due to the vaccines. That's the only thing new that has come into our society into two thousand twenty-one. And once we start also having more whistleblowers from from all the the people working on emergency. Um, Intakes on, 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 in hospitals and people working in ambulances and so on. Then they, they, all these uh, stories about them coming out to young men in, in the, in their twenties, uh, who had a heart attack during the night. All these stories, you know, this, this did not happen before the vaccines. Um, and, and, and we can have more and more of this evidence coming out. Then it'll be easier for a new UK prime minister to blame this on, on Boris Johnson. It's yes. much easier. So we have a good chance. And, and, and also I'd love to hear the news from Mr. Wakefield that 72 or 73% of all Americans will not have this next vaccine. So if you're unvaccinated, obviously won't start now. If the, if the other first three or four vaccines didn't work, but if you had one, two, or, or even three vaccines, you will not have another one. This is it. So more than 70%. Of the Western population, they know they have been lied to. They know it. They're so embarrassed that, and they're so sad, and 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 and, and they're, they're, they're literally we're living in a world that are collectively depressed. Nobody's smiling. Nobody's happy. There's a little bit of hedonistic lifestyle that people can go to a restaurant and get drunk again, but that's basically to forget how horrible the, the, our government is. And people, they know it. Also, all the people who are cowards. Also, all the people who won't admit it. They they do know it. They do know it. We stand out with our flyers. We use a lot of, of sarcasm in our flyers. So we have, for example, uh, like postcard uh, flyers, where we have uh, pictures and a small a little bit of text on both sides. So one of them is basically Tedros Ghali, uh, the the uh, the man in charge of the uh, the World Health Organization, the privately owned and and, and funded. Um, World Health Organization, and where he said in May, so we write one hundred percent in May, one hundred percent the vaccine works hundred percent. Then June seventy percent, July fifty percent, <laughs> you know, and then uh, then uh, you know it, it, it it's not contagious, and then but well you 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 will get sick, but you won't get in hospital, and then in October, well okay, you might get to hospital, but you won't die, and then in December, okay. You you will you 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 might get 1291 side effects and you may die, but at least you showed some um, sin, uh, which means that you, you showed that you cared about the society. And so and this this is these are actually statements that they can check and people realize oh my god that's true. And you so you read, you can, I literally see people being red pilled in the street. I even see them when I am offering them the flyer. They look at the flyer. They look at me, and they, they, I can see the face. I'm I'm not I'm going to be ripped now. I don't want to do it. And then then they some of them move on, and other people they go no no I I can see they they they, they can take it. They trust the government. They trust the the mainstream media, so they can they can take this horrible conspiracy theorist uh, flyer and 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 laugh you know, laugh at him because he's so stupid. And then they see the flyer, and you just see them the the all the the colour in their face disappear, and they just realize they have this. They're just being Ooh. struck by lightning, and they go, "Oh my god, the guy just, mm-hmm. this guy just red pilled me. This freaking I, conspiracy theorist, he just red pilled me. You can see it in their yeah. face. Bam, the moment they wake up, you can literally see them being born. That's wonderful. Yeah, it is. You
0: wonderful. mentioned uh, you you mentioned earlier the. Uh, there sounds like an awful lot of background noise there, Matt. So you building a. a, a, a Rocking chair or something. <laughs> I was just moving my chair. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the the Danish prime minister. Is I'm going to try and pronounce her name properly. Mette uh, Frederiksen. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Excuse it, my yeah lack of lack of uh, pronunciation there. But it's it's you, difficult. You, well, I mean, she, she, language to learn. So you're you're forgiven. Okay. Thank you very much. I don't know if I can forgive her though, because, uh, I mean, you look at it in, in 30 seconds in a, in a search engine, you say, okay, there is a connection between her and the World Economic Forum. And then you start looking through more and more and more. I mean, surely again, this is so overt. It's so obvious now that this World Economic Forum, uh, has, has its roots in the network and the network is, is across many, many countries across, uh, across our planet and, they they don't keep any secrets. I mean, we, we've talked. I remember one of the first shows we had. it was some actually some years ago, even a couple of years ago, and I was asking you, so who who do you think is behind all this? Who is this? And it it was far more mysterious. Even eighteen months ago, even two years ago. Yes, I think we all have an idea who. But the point was, it was more hidden. And now it's just blatantly obvious. Blatantly, people are just stating it in national. TV, mainstream media and conferences. I don't mean the um the opponents, but I mean actually the perpetrators themselves and saying, yes, this is what we want to do. We want to bring you know a, a eugenic uh, strategy to the planet, etc. 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 Um So how how is how is uh, Mette Frederickson doing in Denmark? Is she popular? Is the support?
2: yeah I mean there are of course the 30% brainwashed you can't reach and they, they support her and then you have all the, the, the some of the cowards who won't admit that they were wrong who might still vote for her but we just had this big scandal with the, the, the mink the furs that we we used to be the largest producer in the world of mink, mink mm. furs and mm. and allegedly they got COVID so she decided to kill all of them and it it, it, it turns out that she, she lied, and she she didn't have any legal authority to do it, and 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 still they they don't get to jail. But but she's really really unpopular for for that reason now, so she's in a bit of a of a headwind. So so she might she might also fall, and so we I might have a situation where Boris from England and Meta from Denmark and Rodder in Holland and and so on. All these countries they lose their their prime minister. And, and, and mm-hmm. that is good. That is good news. And we, are, we and also I'm in touch with, uh, with, um, Mr. Ehrlich from, uh, from Austria, who is, uh, one of the most important people in the resistance in Austria. And they, they have mm-hmm. literally been making activism, uh, and been able to get rid of, I think, two or three prime ministers, uh, in Austria. So, and these are these, the Austria was the big battleground because that was the first country in Europe that decided To forcibly vaccinate the entire population in December last year, then they postponed it to January, then February, then April, then they decided not to do it in the end. And uh, so, so, but this really was a step uh, too far. This was really something that 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 gave the Austrian people the Canadian trucker moment. And okay, now this is it. We this is a this is too much. So.
0: So we Mads, do have that's,
2: a lot of this going on now, with with uh, with some some that we're winning a few battles here and there. Uh...
0: I agree. It it does seem like there is momentum building, and certainly hearing from Aneta and Kintia as well, it sounds like momentum is building over there. But I I do want to go back and revisit one particular point, and that is with the sudden demise of uh, so many you know, puppet world leaders, should we say? Um, isn't that also like creating the perfect storm? for uh the who's new regulation they're trying to put through where they can take control of a country in the event of a new pandemic do you not think that's like a perfect storm coming or am i just being uh negative well we know it's their plan
2: um to 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 put themselves above our, our our you know national governments um Exactly how they're going to to do it, uh, I'm not sure. I I guess they just uh, I think they'll just push it through the European Union somehow. And uh, it's not it's not a democratic uh, uh, commission. We have the commission is, is just appointed, and the, the the European Parliament that we vote for they haven't haven't got any, any anything to say anyway. So um, and they might they might try, but but the problem is that. That if they if they go, go too far, then people people will will revolt. Um people are kept in, in 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 ignorance basically. People believe that they live in a democracy. They believe they can trust the mainstream. They believe that the European Parliament is where the things are, de- are being decided. They so it's it, 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 they have they have to be very careful with how far they go
0: how far they can push people because yeah. they may just, they may just do what the Dutch farmers are doing. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, and that's that is... what
2: we have to do. And I, I mean, right now over the summer, people are so tired. Nobody wants to fight. They just want to re- relax and enjoy. So we're, 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 basically preparing for, for the autumn to, to be, to be, to be ready to, to do a lot of events. I mean, we keep, we, we keep doing a lot of activism here. We're visiting the, the main Danish uh, rail service next week because they came out with a with what are some of these indoctrinating uh, marketing scams on where they have um, uh, two people in posters and, and then they write uh, be considerate and stuff like that I mean they're supposed to transport us from A to B they're not supposed to, to um, to tell us how to how to behave and so on. So we are we going out to talk to them next week uh, about these things. Uh, so we're having a conversation with them, and and I think also some of the one of the strategies we are having now is basically uh, since now we we know that more than seventy percent know that that what they've been told for two years is a lie. I think now now is the time to stop talking about oh yeah we freedom fighters we need to connect and work together. No, not really because we can't really. We're fighting, we're arguing about this stupid thing, uh, you're not doing this right and and I'm not doing that right and so on and so on. No, I think right now is the time to to go straight for for the mainstream media, straight for the politicians, straight for to the police, straight to the judges, straight to the the, the ordinary men in the street and talk to them, write to them uh, we have people writing to the police um, saying that um, that uh, what are you going to do about if if this vaccine is an is an experimental um, med- medication and people don't know about it then the Nuremberg uh, uh, Nuremberg uh, Convention has has been broken are you going to do something about it and then they come back with with some kind of wishy washy answer and then but then. Whatever word they use, you can twist and then you can write back again and again. And, mm-hmm. and meanwhile, you're red-pilling so a lot of people in the system. And this is, I think, a focus we need to do now. We need to be, be going straight for them. Do you know what you're doing? Do you know this is a crime? Are you, are you sure you want to do this? Do you really want to do this? We want. I mean, if, if we freedom fighters are fighting, then they must surely be fighting as well because they are committing horrible crimes. A lot of people the people working in the system are really, really nice people. So I, I, and these, are, these are some of the strategies that we're trying to
0: promote now. Mads, I think this is a great place to take a pause. You're listening to The Other Side of the News. I'm co-hosting with Kintia, Aneta. My name is Timothy Saunders. And this is our 105th show featuring Maz Palvi. And our title is Breaking Through Poverty. We'll be back after the break.
4: Mass formation and totalitarianism can emerge typically if people feel lonely already. If people don't feel lonely and disconnected you cannot provoke or, or a mass formation won't emerge either spontaneously or artificially or intentionally created, doesn't matter. But people need to be disconnected in order to be able to, to be vulnerable for mass formation. So once a mass formation happened and once a totalitarian state emerged in a society then the first thing that totalitarian leaders do is typically to isolate the population that's usually the first thing they do sometimes they do this intentionally stalin for instance in the soviet union intentionally tried to isolate people because he just knew that when people were isolated, they would never be able to organize themselves and protest against a totalitarian state. But in Nazi Germany, Hitler didn't try to isolate people intentionally, but still it happened spontaneously in the totalitarian state. So it can happen, uh, the isolation of people can be pursued in an intentional way, but even if it is not, people will start to become more isolated just because of the phenomenon of mass formation. And that's why it is so important to really understand the mechanism of mass formation. Because then you see what actually happens throughout the mass formation and, even much more important, what you can do uh, against it. Hello, I'm uh, Matthias Desmet professor in clinical psychology at the Ghent University. I also got a master's degree in statistics and I am the author of several books. My latest book is uh, The Psychology of Totalitarianism. I was on the show and I liked it very much. This format in which you have a long time to talk and to speak is, is really great and it's so crucial for the situation we are in now, that we take time to speak and to listen to each other. And I think that Uh, The other side of the news show uh, gives us a wonderful opportunity to do so and contributes greatly to finding a true solution, a profound solution for the situation we find ourselves in now.
3: Welcome back to the other side of the news. We're having a great discussion this evening with Maz Polvik, and our show tonight is called breaking through poverty, and I am going to get to the poverty aspect, but Timothy and Moz were just having a discussion. I wanted to add a little bit to that because a lot of people are not aware that last week, last Friday, it was a week ago today, there was a major decision in the uh, U.S. Supreme Court, and it's relevant to what we're talking about here because it was a SCOTUS decision, West Virginia versus the EPA, and without getting into all the kind of details, it, it makes Roe versus Wade look like a picnic at the park, because this is major. This is about the non-delegation doctrine, and it's, um, it's a principle of constitutional and administrative law that holds that legislative bodies cannot delegate their legislative powers to executive agencies, private entities, or private entities, sorry. And in other words, the lawmakers cannot allow others to make laws. So in the context of federal government, the doctrine comes from the interpretation of Article I of the U- U.S. Constitution and the separation of powers principle. So I wanted to just mention this because it directly relates to the who and the idea that they can take over the sovereignty of a country. Not this country, because we have the constitution, but they have been abusing it. That There was a court decision back in 1928 that had the uh, non-delegation uh, that's where this all came up. But in 1935, um, the, uh, the person I'm not very fond of, um, Franklin Vellner Roosevelt, uh, actually uh, did a Supreme Court thing, hearing that allowed for these agencies. So these are basically our three-letter agencies like um, the, um, the EPA, the FDA, CDC. These are privately held companies. They have no business making any kind of policy at all. What this did was turn it back and overrule it. So this is how it connects to the WHO, which is clearly and obviously an outside agency. It's not even, it's, they're not even making the idea try to stick that it's from our country. And no one has, no one has voted on this. It's, it's not a law. It's not policy. So it's not going to stick. And the reason this is so important to the whole planet is many of the policies as you know, as they go through the United States system, then it flows over to the rest of the world. That may be because for the moment of the currency system, which, you know, with the uh, fiat currency we have being the the dollar and the world basically being the world trading currency, which I don't think is going to last very long. We can talk about that, Maz. But anyway, I wanted to bring that up because it's very, very positive. If you haven't looked into that, um they – uh that's been going that that's was going on this week. And it was terribly important, a big, big deal. So um, with that, I'll go back to the other stuff. So Maz, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, I, I I love talking with you about the central bank stuff and how they got there. And I know this has everything to do with your ideas around uh, removing policy, um, poverty, and how that works. So I'm going to let you just take off and where you'd like there. And, Explain to our listening audience how you came about this and how you think it would work.
2: Yeah, and, and of course, first I'll comment on what you said. I think that was that that's very very encouraging and great news that like what you just said about uh, that they cannot transfer the the, the power to legislate. And I'll definitely love to 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 read more about that. Um, because that we we need some some good news as well we have there's so many bad news out there, oh, so that's yeah. lovely, yeah,
3: let me tell you one more piece, okay, This is kind of funny for our listening audience in the u s so we're supposed to go to Augusta, Georgia on Monday. The reason we are going to Augusta, Georgia, specifically people is we were going there to visit the Georgia Guidestones in the morning and then have our thing in the afternoon, okay mm. well, you know they got blown up
0: this week. Yep. And, and that's, uh, uh, just yeah. out of interest, you didn't by accident reverse into them, did you?
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I wish I had. But the funny thing is we are going to go there Monday morning. And the, our, our group, uh, which, is, which is a very large group, it's, it's the Screw Big Gov uh, group, and they're on Telegram and stuff. That's who's putting on this whole thing. And um, we've been manifesting that the Georgia Guidestones come down. And I mean, a lot of us have been saying this for the last two months. We've been seriously focused on those Georgia Guidestones coming down. So yeah. I don't know if we had anything to do with it, but something happened and they are definitely down. So that's another little tidbit just to put in every there's a lot of them. I could go on for a long time. But fantastic news. So go on. <laughs> Sorry.
2: I, I think that is that is good news. And and. I mean, I hope that that is a sign that we are winning because that it must be one of the most evil, satanic temples or structures or whatever. A a, a temple that that wants to kill uh, ninety more than 90% of humanity. It's atrocious. So I'm so pleased that that was destroyed. I really am. Well, I mean, back to back to the, the stuff about poverty. Um, so basically, I'm a former investment banker trading government bonds. So I've been focusing on government finances, and um, all the way back from uh, from the '90s, when um, when America and Germany paid five six percent in interest to their bondholders, I was I was going. And I I didn't know anything about how money was created back then at all. I thought, like everybody else, the central bank were producing money or whatever. I had no clue, no idea. I just wanted to trade bonds. Um, But but still, I thought, it's very strange. Why would a government that is so rich and can tax its nation, why would they want to pay pay interest? I mean, so I was asking myself that question. And can't we make make the economy so strong that they don't have to pay pay interest? And very soon I realized that the only reason they pay uh, interest on their loan is because they keep running a deficit. And I'm going, well, if you only saved a few percent a year, then you wouldn't have a deficit. And then all of a sudden you wouldn't pay interest and then you would end up being richer. So why don't people just uh, decide to... Spend a little bit less money for a couple of years, and then they, in the long run, they'll be better off. And I t- couldn't understand it. And then, of course, I realized that it is this is by design. They, they put in governments that spend too much, so they need to borrow money, and then they can uh, can you know a- exploit this, this uh, this this lie that uh, that. Um, this no that that people don't understand how how money is created and, and and exploit this. So so so. But once you realize that money is created out of thin air, then that, that's a huge wealth generating um, air, air method. And we saw we've we've seen this twice now over the last ten years uh, or fifteen years. So so now uh, now it's very very easy for people to see. You had, first you had in 2008, all the, 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 the trillions of dollars and euros that were created to bail out the banks. And people were going, hmm, why did that money come from? And why didn't they bail out the people? Why why did the Americans uh, lose their home? And particularly a lot of people in Southern Europe go go bankrupt. And why not the banks? What's going on here? And then now, during the corona over the last two years, people realized that, How can you send, send half the public sector workers home and close all the restaurants, a lot of small businesses, and then have the Dow Jones increase in value? And how can the house prices go up? Not by 5%, but by 50%. How is that possible? Well, it is because they just created so much money, so much money. And that money could be spent. That money could be used to pay salaries, to build roads, to buy houses, and so on. So there's a huge and incredible amount of of energy in money. As long as you have resources available, as long as you have people willing to work, then it doesn't even create inflation. It just creates abundance. And only if you create more money than people are willing to work for and more money than there are um, available resources uh, that you can buy, Then, then only then will it create inflation. So this is one of the biggest, one of the. This is probably the biggest and most important part of uh, removing poverty. If you create money to the benefit of people instead of right now to the benefit of BlackRock and Vanguard, who are even in Denmark buying up all the property of Copenhagen, Aarhus, and Odense, our three largest uh, cities. So that is number one. Then the, the second thing you can do, it, it's also so, so, so simple. It's so simple. This is a way to tax multinational corporations, in, in my view, for the first time in history. And that is to put up a 1% tax on digital transfers of money. That means that human beings, we can use cash. We don't pay anything. If we decide to use our credit card, okay, then we'll, we will, we will, uh, donate 1%. Of 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 what we just spent to the to the welfare state and to to the to the tax authorities, but uh, you know if we're used to paying uh, VAT, then does not matter one percent more or less doesn't matter. But for the multinational corporations who can only compete because they destroy the nature, they exploit the resources they uh, they produce their stuff in, in in with with slave labor in poor countries then they then they they um, they don't pay any tax in any of the countries they operate in whereas the local businesses they pay vat and and, and corporation tax and they have to abide all the regulations and rules and so on um, so the whole business plan for the multinational corporations is that they pay less tax than everybody else so if, if we remove corporate tax and income tax, for that matter, but if we remove, first of all, let's take one at a time. If we, if we, if we remove corporate tax and tax the, 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 the digital transfers of money, that, that means that in one go, we would we, we would we would level out the playing field for small domestic corporations with big, atrocious, multinational corporations. And they would be, they would be uh, basically uh, beaten. They would be going out of business for sure. And um, and 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 it it would be so easy to set up a business if you didn't have to pay income tax and corporation tax, because you wouldn't have to worry about all the red tape. You wouldn't have to worry about filling out all a a lot of forms and and uh, and tax um, forms and so on. You could just concentrate on creating abundance. And doing what you really wanted to do, which was, which is to run your business. Um, and I, and and I know, um, and I don't know. I mean, it varies from business to business, but anywhere from from probably ten to fifty percent of people's time is going is being done or uh, spent is being spent on red tape, filling out forms, administration, and so on, so the stuff that is. Totally unnecessary in a in a world that that I would like to see. I would like to see a world where people are doing what they want as long as they are, you know, not destroying the earth. As long as they are, that they should have as much freedom as possible w- without taking freedom away from other human beings or animals or n- the nature. Um, so the, these are the two most important things. So the the money creation. And I want the money creation, when you create money, it can be, be used for three things. It can either be used for public uh, expenditure, like, for example, um, paying vaccine corporations to come and inject poison into the entire population. You can use it on that. You can also use it on building bridges and schools and hospitals and so on. You can also uh, do the money creation. You can do that from tax credits by basically um, giving people tax credits. So saying that you should uh, you 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 should should pay less tax, or even you could have a, have a negative tax rate. So that means that every month you get a check, and that leads me to the third option, which is basically citizen dividend. I'm I'm I, I'm 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 very much against. Um, this uh, notion of uh, of, of uh, universal basic income because that pu- puts the, the, the human being as an employee of the state. And that's fascism. I don't like that. That is that is what the World Economic Forum wants to do. This is what Klaus Schwab wants to do. He wants universal basic income. You will own nothing. And that's because you get universal basic income so we look after you, so you can't own anything. So you will now have to sell your house and your car and everything you own to us for for nothing, but then we will take care of you and give you universal basic income. So it, we should never accept universal basic income under any circumstances. We have to call it citizen dividend or something similar. It has to be acknowledging the fact that the government works for us the state worked for us. The people in the technocrats work for the people. The, the, we, we are shareholders in our own country. We have inherited our country from our ancestors. They built this country and we are born here and we are lucky. We, guess what? We have, each person has a share in the country they are born in. And that's why we all equally deserve, and this is not communism. This is this is capitalism. This is we all have one share. This is capitalism. We all have one share of of the money creation, and this is what I like to propose: is that the, that for example, take Obama because I did those calculations. Obama he doubled the money supply in America from from uh, two thousand and eight to two thousand and sixteen, from ten thousand billion dollars to twenty thousand billion dollars, and that meant that. Uh, I calculated, if I remember correctly, to thirty thousand US dollars per person. So if you were a family of four, he could have, instead of having spent ten thousand billion dollars mainly on bombing Iraq, he he could have Obama could have paid out a hundred and twenty thousand US dollars tax free to each family of four in America. This this is these are just the the numbers. And, uh, and 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 that might have been a life changing uh, experience for a lot of people if in a nation with 50 million people on food stamps can you imagine all, all of all of a sudden they could afford to buy out the the mortgage of their house or they could take off uh, one or two years to study uh, get an education they never had a chance to do i mean the 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 so the wealth creation from the money creation is so massive that the people in power they create wars they create famine they create uh, all sorts of conflicts for us not to realize how incredibly abundant this world is how incredibly rich this world is and the, and if there's any, there anybody there anybody who's poor then it is by design and these are just two of the ways that you could where you could uh, easily create um, a middle class, and remove uh, every 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 poor person in, in the in the world from this. Um, these are just two of the ways you can do it.
3: That's absolutely true. I mean, I this whole thing. Uh, I think our listeners are pretty pretty hip to this idea that it's not an idea; it's a fact, actually. That the cabal or the bad guys or whatever you'd like to call them, the, the elites. We have lots of names, um, but they have created and financed both sides of every war. They're made up out of nothing. They do it for several things. They keep us distracted. They keep us in fear. We've had, you know, we've had different guests that have talked about this. Um, uh, Matthias Desmond was talking about how this fear thing works, right? And that's a great show. If you guys haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that one. It was really helped a lot of people. But they have all of this fear. They have us in poverty. They have us believing in scarcity. If you just look at nature, you know that there's no such thing as scarcity. And this this world is replenished. It's replenishing itself all the time. It replenishes its water. It replenishes oil. Oil is not a fossil fuel. If, if you want to figure out this whole thing about oil, look at how many dinosaurs would have to die per day with the amount of oil we've been pumping out per day, let alone for decades and decades and decades. It's not how oil is formed. That that idea there uh, came from the cabal to convince us that it was there was a scarcity and to push us into these other things. Now we're being really pushed with this whole ludicrous thing with the climate change, which is is factually, scientifically, absolutely bollocks. Okay, it's not true.
0: And, Good English term there, Anetta. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sure you have even better ones, Timothy, <laughs> but. Oh, yeah, runner 2. I've heard you. Uh so anyway, yeah, all the, actually Timothy, you know, you you talk about the atmosphere. chime in here about the atmosphere and what they're doing and then I come back to this farming thing. So
0: Well, it's all interconnected, isn't it? Because if you look at the weather, I think we're all having quite a nice summer in the uh, the enormous the northern hemisphere. But the way that the weather is being um, portrayed in the media is it's extreme, it's excessive, it's, it's unheard of, it's like record level and so on. And yeah, it, it may be warmer than it was a while ago, but it's, it's still just the summer. You know, that's all to do with the rotation of the, uh, the solar system and so on. And yes, there is a, a general trend in the solar system that the planets and, and, uh, bodies are warming up generally, but those are all natural great cycles. You know, we we are well, we were until the, the um um. I'm just trying to think of the term now.
3: Grand solar minimum.
0: Well, no. yes, the grand solar minimum is what is one big uh, factor in all of this. But it it wasn't such a long time ago. Only about ten thousand years ago, we actually were accelerated out of. Um, we were naturally coming out of an ice age. And then there was the uh, meteor event in uh, North, Northern America. And I can't for the life of me remember what it's called right now. But in any case, the, this is, is according to Randall Carson and, and a lot of other people is what happened behind the, uh, the great flood that went across the United States, which completely and utterly changed the terrain. And maybe you're going to see some of that on your tour in there, uh, including the Grand Canyon. Um, but, the hunger dries there we go uh event now that put us back into a cold spike um but generally speaking we were we were actually still coming out of an ice age uh only as little as a few thousand years ago and now of course people are saying it's getting warmer and warmer and connecting all the dots incorrectly uh and saying that 0.04% carbon dioxide is going to harm the planet and that's why we have to kill this livestock, that's why we have to close farms, that's why we have to pay a tax on carbon footprints, that's why credit cards are clocking up and measuring what we're buying and is it is it environmentally friendly and so on and so on. The whole thing in my opinion is, in my opinion, is a scam but you will not find very much of this information in the mainstream because of course it's censored. like COVID, and other other events.
3: Well, that's absolutely true. I mean, the, the, just the percentage of carbon dioxide, and if, if we look at the ice samples, for example, when we've had societies, when we have recorded history, the uh, carbon dioxide level actually is higher, and that, uh, that's what causes the abundance that allows society to thrive because we have better crops, etc. And if they were actually concerned about climate change, the logical thing to do would be to plant trees, not cut them down, uh, you know, and use hemp, for example. Hemp is how, you know, that was meant to be what we used for lumber, paper, and all that kind of stuff. Why are we using slow-growing trees that are actually the, the you know, it cleans the air and produces oxygen? Um, so the whole thing, the whole narrative makes zero sense, you know, at all. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I go back to the whole thing with the farmers. So, you know, this whole thing about they're buying up, they're they're you know buying up 30 percent of the farmers' lands and forcing this down. Well, that's just you know that's just control. They, if they control the food supply, they control the people. They control the money supply. They control the people. They they don't want you to own anything, which we actually don't in the United States. That's another shocker for people. We've had a, a state nationalist with this, this this whole tour, and you should see people's faces when they realize they don't actually own the properties because of what's been done. So you know they're not very far would away like, from
0: it. Would you like? And that's it. I know you've spoken about this before on previous shows, but can you just give us a summary why that is the case right now?
3: Oh, well, it's, it has to do it's uh, so that we have a warranty deed on our properties uh, and it, we do not actually own the property. This is how they get away. You know, taxation is not it's not constitutional in this country. So what happens is, how do we pay property taxes? People are, well, I have to pay property taxes that they come and seize your property. Well, they already own your property. You have a warranty deed. In other words, you have a financial interest in the property, but you don't actually own it. That's how the uh, they get away with taxing it. It's just like the king. The king owned the property and the people, you know, they lived on it, right? They lived on it and they had to pay a certain percentage of however they figured that out but they had to pay it to the king because they didn't actually, they were like leaseholders. Well, that's what we are. They don't call it that. They say, oh, you purchased your house or whatever, but you didn't because you don't even hold the title to the house. Uh, there's And there's always two titles to everything. And that's another thing. People don't understand there's a legal title, an equitable title. So we're not holding the right paperwork. This is part of what we have to straighten out. We have to educate ourselves and learn and it's it's way bigger than I can take on right now. But the basic idea is that that we they they fooled us. All I can say about all of this is if they've been telling you this, think about the inverted version of it. Go 180 degrees. Look at it from the opposite direction, and the the truth is staring you in the face. They they've lied about everything. And I mean everything. Science. It doesn't matter. They're lying about stuff. And so we have we have to go through a complete rethink re-education we have to engage our critical thinking mind which the education system's done its best job to wipe out of everybody's existence and we have to to plug back in we have to plug into our our powers of discernment and discernment is our most that's our gift you know that's what we that's what we have we have discernment if we choose to use it we really need to to tap into that to look at all of this did that answer that
0: the other the other point as well is that these electric cars are coming in. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fairly sure that there's a tidal wave of electric cars coming in, uh, whether we like it or not. But where does the energy come from? It's is a good question to ask. It doesn't just come from the little, uh, little box where you plug it into. Um, it comes from somewhere else. And I think one interesting model is, for example, Japan uh, has decided not to go 100% electric. Um, on their mainland island basically because they they do not have the capacity to create enough energy to do so so they're quite happy to keep at least i think it's 50 percent. i could be wrong but say a large proportion of vehicles as uh oil uh oil driven vehicles as a oil benzene fuel based vehicles um i think well, oh sorry this I'm just going to say it leads on very quickly to the what we call cop-out 26 um wow. where all of these you know new regulations say all of them a lot of these regulations have been stretched out to 2050 and that gives a really nice opportunity we've said it again and again it's not 2022 so that gives quite a few years of uh creating new coal-fired um, power stations and while the, the regulations still allowed, permitted a lot of profit could be made. So the whole thing is so hypocritical, in my opinion. Um, but people buy it because it's all to do with perception through mainstream science, mainstream media, and mainstream education, actually, which is what you were saying earlier. That's people are conditioned.
3: Yeah. I, I, I wanted to say one thing too about this, this electric car debacle. So I'm from California. I'm you know, I'm traveling right now, but this is going on, and they have huge lineups for these electric cars. Tesla is in the Bay Area where where I live, and the, the preponderance of electric cars is enormous. And they don't have, they, they can't keep up. Uh, they they have lines of people, and they're running out of their their batteries are running out while whilst trying to get to be charged. That's one thing. Another thing is is think about this. They go on and on. They banter on about this whole thing. We don't have enough, uh, you know, our power grid is too weak to support what we currently have. So let's add a bunch of electric cars to it and then look at that power grid. Where's the fuel coming from? Well, it's it's fossil fuels. And I shouldn't use that term because <laughs> it's not fossils, but whatever. Um, you know, you, you get the idea. It's absurd. This whole thing is absurd. So we really need to get people to look at the, the absurdity of the narrative. It doesn't even. It's totally illogical. Totally. So I know you're going to say something, uh, Naz.
2: No, it, it's it's just everything is upside down, and uh, and 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 you're right. I like what you said before about uh, about uh, why, don't pre- why don't why don't you, you don't food, food produce everything in in hemp. I mean, you know, you can produce everything that is produced by plastic. You can you can produce by hemp. So why not plant a lot of hemp plants everywhere? And it can grow. It can grow on 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 all the the different um, areas that cannot be used for agricultural purposes. For example, on a hill, which is difficult to harvest and so on, it can grow everywhere. It it, it it even cleans the soil if you had uh, have been that's, using.
3: That's soil. right. That's right. And it, and it, re- it revitalizes the soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah.
2: It, it, it 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 is it is God's gift to mankind, and that's why the. The, the members of the Luciferian Lodges prohibited that's blunt, of course.
3: That's absolutely true. So, we have reached that moment where we're going to go to break. Our guest this evening is Moss Palvik. We are going through the show of Breaking Through Poverty. It's our 105th show, and we'll be right back.
5: For the Green Revolution 2.0, is called Gates. Ag1 and it's highly funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates. The mission statement is all about how we must accelerate the deployment of new technologies to indigenous farmers and it's going to help them with climate change, right? It all, again, it all ties back to that. And we must go in and take their heirloom genetics away from them, right? These these precious uh, hardy resilient seeds that have fed those people in various parts of the world for generations for for hundreds of generations in some cases and replace them instead with newly genetically engineered, CRISPR modified, bastardized. That's why I say they're defiling the food supply, ag tech as it's called. And so this is why we now need to introduce the idea of a acute food crisis. And I would suggest that they have engineered and we're staring right now down the barrel of this is the, the urgency in tonight's conversation. Uh, of an engineered food shortage and they will use this food shortage which you're starting to see now around the world especially as the big bread baskets have started to experience a crop failures and they're shutting down their exports of grains corn and soybean prices are rising precipitously that means that the countries that depend on those exports the net importers are all already experiencing food crises And so this is spreading around the world right now. And what will happen as we, you know, as we get through this is you'll see the media and these think tanks and the UN all these all these players will point at the problem. It's just the Hegelian dialectic again, right? They'll say, now you see because of climate change, this Mm -hmm. is why we're having these food shortages and of course the pandemic. And this is why, this is why we have to move into indoor vertical farms and lab-grown meat. And this, you, there's no option. Now, now you feel the pain, and now you see why we've been doing this. We've had your interests at heart the whole time. We're from the government. We're here to help. <laughs> right? So the, 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 there, there's an acute crisis situation that we're now walking into, and that will be used to bring all of this nasty technology in. This is Christian Westbrook with the Ice Age Farmer, and you're listening to the Other Side of the News.
1: And welcome back to the Other Side of the News. Our wonderful guest tonight is Mas Palsvi, and this discussion has gone all over and enlightened me in several areas. I'm so grateful. The show is called Breaking Through Poverty, and. I want to take the conversation in another direction now, Mass. I've been looking at all these different predictions about food shortages, and we're seeing all the destructions that's being done to the farms and the animal industry. And I was even shocked to hear what you said about the mink industry in Denmark. So what are you seeing on the horizon from where you are and and? Not only from Denmark, but in the economic sense, from your world of finance.
2: Okay, so I think that's a, a huge consensus that there is going to be an economic crash. There's going to be food shortages, and 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 it it may happen. I mean, the I I, I strongly believe that all prices are manipulated, or, um, the the flow of all goods are manipulated, and. So everything is is in is it's basically like we're living in the Soviet Union where where there is a plant econ- plant economy. So the notion of us having a capitalist free society that's that that is far from true, definitely. Um, I think that, that we should also go back uh, and, and and say and realize that, that that the people who are saying the economy is crashing they've been saying this for a long time, and of course. If you say this the, the 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 same thing long enough, eventually you you might be right. So I think we can, we we owe it to the listeners to go through and maybe have a think about why have they been so wrong for so long about this? And one of the reasons I think is that that they that as I, as I said earlier in the show is that if they if their plan is to have a technocratic dictatorship and a one world government. And they need people to, to sign up to this, to sign up to this Chinese um, social credit system as the surveillance state, the 5G uh, system, which is a weapon. That's another way of controlling you, of course, that you, if you can get an EMF, uh, direct energy weapon in your body, then obviously you are less inclined to go to a demonstration. Uh, so all the, uh, if, if you want the population to go along with that, they need to have their stomach full. And that's why we have, we have seen, certainly in Denmark and, and Western Europe, we've seen that the economy did not crash. Quite the opposite. The house prices went up. So the middle class, all the people who can really make a change, the educated people, the people with, the, with degrees and so on, they feel that their government is doing a great job because they look at the bank account and they're happy. So, and then there's another thing I want to say is that it's, if, 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 if all these people, with, with deep pockets, the deep state, all these people who own the multinational corporations, who control the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, the WHO. If all these people decide that they want to have this pandemic where, where they're trying to, um, inject a poison in as many people as possible, they can do this quite easily because they can t- say that you have to wear a mask. And that doesn't matter whether you are in Tanzania or in Romania or in the UK or wherever you are, you just put in some marionettes who are saying, oh, we're just following the recommendations from the, the World Health Organization. We, we don't really have a view. We're just doing that, ha, ha, ha. And then we're just doing what everybody else is doing. So that's quite that is relatively e- easy to do worldwide. But to create an economic crash that hits every country in the world the same amount, that is impossible. It's simply impossible. Because of nature, because of the weather, because of, of uh, the, the the geographical structures in each country, uh, because of the resources, because of some one country has a lot of agriculture, another one has to import all of it, and so this is going to be very difficult for them, and and it's going to be very difficult to control the chaos. Well, that's going to happen? You see, they, they just announced that they they want to 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 diminish the amount of farms in Holland, and and the whole country explodes. So this, so that's why I'm saying, and I have been saying for a while, if they create economic crash, it's a sign we are, we are actually winning. Mm-hmm. This is a this is an act of desperation. So I am actually uh optimist as long as we can uh, survive uh, on on eating potatoes for 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 a while i'm an optimist about this because that would wake up the biggest amount of people and they would be going okay so one thing is you injecting poisoning in meat but if you also destroy my economy then i'm going to revolt uh so uh, that's why i think it's um it's uh, it's something to that is definitely worth following and i think this is something that we should use to uh, to our advantage, whenever they destroy the economy, to 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 spin it in in our way, to to try to to um, convince as many people as possible to join the 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 side of being against a global dictatorship, being against the technoc- technocracy, being against the Chinese uh, Communist Party style social credit system, we need to to gather those forces, and, and, and if we have an economic crash, that will make our life a lot easier.
3: I totally agree, by the way, with that, because um, the one thing about money is that everybody has to use it. The economy affects everyone. They can't say it's political. They can't divide it into groups. They can't use it to divide us, and they've been using all these other forces to divide the people, and the people are united on, they don't like starving. They don't like not having money. They don't like inflation. They're very united on that.
1: And I've also been hearing that with this economic crash, which eventually would be to our favor, that there is some kind of parallel system that would be put in place. And I'm curious if you've heard anything of that. Is that hopium or or are you hearing any? I'm quite sure sure
2: it is hopium because to create abundance, it is so simple. Just do two things. One, the, the $10,000 billion Obama spent on bombing poor people in the Middle East, don't do that anymore. Just pay it out in dividends, equal size, eat one person, equal size with the next person. Very, very simple. And then stop all taxation of human beings and corporations and tax transfers of money. That way you make the biggest wealth transfer in history from the super rich to the middle class, to all humans human beings. It's so simple. And this is why it's a classic, classical magic trick. Look at this hand. Don't look at that hand. Look over there. Look over there. We're all going to be rich. We're all going to be rich. Don't look over here. We could all be mm-hmm. just by money creation and and tra- and tax on, on on transfers of money. Don't look that. Don't look that. No, 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 no. kesara Nesara, It's all coming. Or Bitcoin will save you. Or cryptocurrencies. Or in you know the central bank digital currency will come with you, and you will have universal basic. And look over. And they they promote all these things, which are either taking away your freedom and or just. A lot of baloney and magic trick and and lies. Okay, so this this is this is my view. Whenever you hear someone talking about Nasara, Sarah, ask them to to look at hey, how about money creation and tax on, uh, on 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 transfers of money? How about we did that again? How do you think? How how do you think? Uh, how rich do you think that each pe- person would be if we did that? So don't don't talk about this. They were hear this desire and desire. It's about oh, there's some 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 guy out there is going to save the world. No, there's nobody's going to save the world. We have to do it ourselves. We all have to wake up. We all have to do the hard work. We all have to study. We all have to realize we've been lied to. We all have to realize that this system have have designed it such a way that they will we really destroy our self esteem. And then, and I, and I also can add this uh, the, 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 this trivium the educational system. The educational system is designed so that we are being easily fooled and we are being easily um, manipulated. It's being designed right from the get-go. Basically, if you go out and find facts that proves that your teacher and your professor is right, then you get a good grade. If you find any facts whatsoever that uh, disagrees with what your professor and your teacher is saying... Then you get bad grades, and if you and if you are an adult and you are not in school anymore, then you call a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. So you are being punished, you are being ostracized whenever you are, are showing shown any 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 small notion of individual thinking, and and this is by design, and this creates a population of people who have no confidence in in in, in reality because they they go for their entire life they go. Well I thought it looks like this but I must be wrong I'm stupid and uh, and the my, the teacher is so clever and he must be right so it creates a lot of 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 inner conflict inside ourselves and and is is part of why people have their self-esteem destroyed and and self-confidence and so on so I think that that's also why we have in our political program that everybody all people should should learn trivium we should learn to study the way that the, the only the the worlds one percent richest people teach their children. They treat they they teach them Trivium. Can and you speak more
1: on that? What that is? Yeah.
2: I can even give you a, a very short elevator uh, version of it, and uh, it is so interesting. I, I recommend everybody to go to TriviumEducation.org or just study the subject. But it, it's basically instead of having a, a school system where the teacher tells you what what is the what is right, or the government tells you what is right. And then you go out and find facts that prove that your government and your teacher is right, and then you get a good grade. That is fascism that's that dictatorship. no no Trivium is about first you you are you tell the, you tell your your, your pupils or the, go out and, and look for facts about this topic. They go out and they gather all the facts. then they come back to the classroom and then the teacher together with the children. They go okay. Then they ask all the all the questions: why, how many, when, where, who, so on. And then you, you get that you get the answers to that. And then after that, you then get the wisdom. So it's it's basically facts, knowledge, wisdom, or it's grammar, logic, rhetoric. So if you have a, if you ha- if we had an educational system where people were allowed to go and look for the facts first. And then study those facts and put them, put connection between those facts, and then work with the with the professors and the teachers. Then you would get become become um, have a have a have a have uh, a population that could think and that would not accept a tax system that made the rich richer and had people being homeless and people being being people starving. And you would not accept a society with technocrats. Who would just go out and say, now you all need to have a vaccine. Otherwise you can't go to a restaurant. You can't work. You can't go to a shop. We would not accept that. So th- this is one of the, one of the things I'm promoting a lot in our, in our we are promoting our political party is trivium. This is so important. And, and, so, and so going
1: with that though, one of the challenges I see is that the facts that are being fed to the people are lies. So yes, we need to get around that. To have actual facts.
2: Well, let me let me give you a, a, a notion of, of, of facts. It, I mean, for example, if you if you go to to the the, the statistics that just came out from England and uh, and and Germany that the the birth rate in in first quarter of 2022 is 15 percent lower than the first quarter of 2021. Bam, that's it. Game over. No, the, the, these facts. You need to explain that. Can only be the vaccine. There's nothing else. Nothing else happened. There was no natural disaster. There was no war. Whatever it can only be the vaccine. So you, 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 then, then, then the whole, the whole, uh, the whole game is over. The, the, we need to red pill people with with these facts. But the problem is they will not accept the fact unless it has been told in in BBC in the mainstream media. And that's the problem. I had, I, I spoke with with a Polish guy who said uh, that he had heard that the Russians were killing the civilians. And I'm going. Do you realize that they are only fighting in Lugansk and Donetsk, where ninety percent are Russians? So are you telling me that the Russians are killing the, the civilians? I mean, how stupid is that? Is that then? I, then I I said to him and, and uh, that the Ukrainian uh, so uh, military was sh- were were shooting the Russian uh, prisoners of war in their legs. And then he, the, his answer was, no, no, they they're doing it to themselves. I mean, like that, that, that is probably the, the top three or top five most stupid remark I've heard in my entire life, that a Russian soldier who was a prisoner <laughs> yes. would, would, would actually attack the Ukrainian soldier who has the weapon, take the weapon, and shoot himself in the leg. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is how people are, yeah? But that yeah. is that's probably top three of the most stupid thing I've ever heard in my life.
3: <laughs>
2: it is well, so crazy. This is how brainwashed people are that they, when they see facts. So of course, but he belongs to the thirty percent that you cannot reach with any fact whatsoever. I mean, he will he will die stupid. He will die stupid. He will always be stupid. This guy, right? right. But for for, all, for the seventy three percent who Mister Wakefield says will not take the next vaccine, Trivium is a good thing for for those people.
1: Well, so we have a situation where the public really is, has been indoctrinated. And to bring in swift change, this uh, method that you have that's so simple, I mean, it's so elegant, I don't know that it's the people that would be able to implement that. What kind of response or, or, yeah, what kind of response are you hearing from? The people in the world of finances or in the government that could actually implement that.
2: Well, I, I, I haven't had a chance to discuss trivium with anybody in the, in those positions at all. Um, no, no, I, I, we haven't. I mean, we have been we have been contacting them with with all the Corona measures, with the laws on epidemic, all the the, the you know. All the legal issues with them taking away our freedom and stuff like that. So I haven't really spoken with them, but I think I think this trivium. Once you get into it and once you study it, you can you can really see that 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 is how it is. It is. I mean, I ask people. I ask people, is it true that you get good grades if you find facts that proves that your prep professor is right? And they all agree with me. And I and I say mm-hmm. and I also say to them, is it sometimes that you could have you found something that. Disagree? yes. Did you know that you shouldn't say that, yes? They all agree. They all know it. They all know Mm -hmm. this is true.
1: Yes, I I see that, and I see the importance that we go down that direction, but being that I'm a a human with a certain lifespan, I'd like to see some solutions happen sooner than later. And so, again, my question is, what kind of receptivity in the people that can actually – make those changes, those legal changes that, that the transfer of money is what would be taxed instead of individuals. Are you, is there, are you seeing any kind of coalition between people who are waking up in the, these different governments that we can collectively move in that direction?
2: I mean, they, we, we, I have some of the people in my party that are talking to some of the politicians and, uh, and and they 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 keep telling me. And I hope that I think that's a that's a good sign. I guess that they're just ignorant. That they basically, basically they they are willfully ignorant. They've chosen not to not to know anything. And once they talk, they once they explain them money creation and uh, trivium and these tax on on digital currency, they all go. My goodness, that is so smart. Um so there is some hope. Um, there is some hope that uh, that some of these people will do it, but nobody wants to be the first because they, they they have a nice lifestyle, they have a big salary, they they you know they probably have an a spouse that are that are as brainwashed as they are, so mm-hmm. you know they might get a divorce, have to get a divorce as well. I mean, this is just <laughs> so 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 scary for these for a lot of these people. So it, it's not going it, it's not going to happen. Um, uh, so easy but but the good news is that, that 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 people like to be in a group so so once you are once 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 people start moving then everybody will move it, it, like mm-hmm. the canadian drug movement or the dutch farmers it, you know mm-hmm. it can happen very very fast it can happen if all of a sudden people say i don't want to pay tax anymore i would rather pay one percent on uh, on my digital transfer and then uh, le- then let the multinational corporations pay the rest
0: need to be more people talking about this i was just mm-hmm. going to say very quickly can you imagine the history books in the future uh i remember s- studying history when i was i don't know 11 12 13 15 years old whatever it was and it was all about um you know the the bill of rights and and repeals and and certain events that happened in governments and sort of went down in history as like uh, the signal to, to change the laws or to something else, women's rights and so on and so on. You know, ridiculous concepts to even consider women's rights now. But I mean, of course, until they had rights, <laughs> it was normal uh, to have no rights. But I mean, in the future, you look at um, the Canadian truckers should be in the history books in the future. The Dutch farmers should be in the history books in the mm-hmm. future. And what's going to happen next? I mean, I think the most bizarre uh, circumstances are coming out through this transition. I I think that the point is, Kintia, to answer your question, if I may suggest an answer, is it's not who is going to do it. it. It's us that needs to do it. It's us that is doing it right now. You need to wake up every day and do it yourself. We all need to do it.
1: Also, I see something in what you said earlier, Mass about how to handle people who have been on the dark side, that compassionate response. I think that there are probably a lot of people in positions of power that are fighting as hard as they are because they're afraid of the reprimand of, you know, the terrible reprimand. So they're, you know, it's the last ditch fight for their survival. And Mm. I think that that compassionate answer might actually give them uh, the courage to turn around.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I think, I think that 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 is uh, that is that is very important. That give them a chance to to realize that they, they that there is another way. And 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 yes, they have backed themselves up in a corner. A lot of people are they 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 really realize that they have done something really really bad. And they, they, they are, they are afraid. So that you're right. I, I think they are fighting so hard now because, um, uh, because they are afraid of repercussions, of course. Um, but, but I, I would rather, I would rather have this being the last battle for mankind, and then let all of them go free, all of them, totally go free, and then not have any more atrocities. Uh, against humanity going forward i would rather do it that do it that way than having the the short-term pleasure of seeing macron going f- to jail for 25 years you know i mean i'd rather let him go free he's a soldier oh shake his hand okay you you're a soldier you lost now go home you know mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 don't commit any crimes in the future you know we'll be watching you and then and then go and find out who's really behind it and even those people even the I mean I think one of the reasons why these Rothschilds and all these super rich people, they go, "Oh my God, if the people found out what we've done, they're gonna kill us or, or worse I mean I think that's why they they want to to install this Chinese uh, surveillance state they' want to find out who's coming after them. they are afraid they are yeah. living in a jail. they are in jail and we, we might be able to show them, okay, you can even keep keep some of your money. Uh, But we we just want we want to have a truth. We want to have to move forward. And um, and, you know, um, I think that is uh, that that is uh, the best, best way
0: to stop it once and Mm for all. Anessa, may I ask very quickly, the Federal Reserve, obviously, we know is not exactly what it's supposed to be. Right. Uh, And also, would that also apply to federal prisons?
3: The pres uh, yeah okay so the prison system is interesting. I, I wanted to say too before we totally jump over there, you know the theme that we've had for this tour and, and it's on the back of our T-shirts and everything is is we the people. We the people have to step up individually. In the United States, a lot of people had this idea, um, and this came from a uh, flyer of conservatives. They, this is the kind of their their tagline had this idea that Trump was going to save us. There's going to be some savior that comes in, you know, and he was going to do 80 million things. Well, there were 80 million people actually more than that, but let's just say 80 million people that voted for him. If each of those 80 million people did one thing every day or even once a week, we'd have this all done. So people need to understand that that's where the power actually lies. The power is with the we, the people. I just want to stick that in there. Okay. So about the, um, the central bank, and uh, the federal or the not even federal prison, the prison system. So the prison system is really interesting. This gets back into the whole thing about us uh, uh, being collateralized and they're using all of us as they're, they're securitizing all of the bonds. The bonds are being traded. I watch my uh, QCP numbers and, and they go up every day. I mean, I went up uh, oh, over a thousand since I've been on this trip. Those are being traded as treasury notes uh, on on the private accounts that they hold on each of us. We're collateralized. So you think about it when somebody goes to prison, and these are, by the way, almost all prisons, if not all at this point, are all privately held corporations. They're huge money makers, but they're bigger moneymakers than just the prisons themselves. They actually go into that treasury fund that we all have. It's... Um, it, I, I can't get into all of that right now because uh, we don't have that much time, but we all have this. And so when they say, oh, they're going to find this person, uh, uh, you know, for this horrible crime, a million dollars or, just, you know, $10 million or whatever it is, what they're doing is they actually have the forms, which I could tell you the numbers, but I'm not going to right now because it gets into a whole different topic. Um, but th- they have the forms that they fill out where they actually go in. They're accessing that uh, a bank account, basically on the private side, and then it, they're, they're turning those, um, those accounts, those, which are trust accounts, and they're turning them into uh, Federal Reserve notes, ferns, and uh, they're pulling that money. So we are actually the collateral, and when we have something that happens, right down to a parking ticket. If you flip that parking ticket, or maybe it's on the face, but it will have a, a bond number on it, which is securitized. Every single thing, it's securitized. And they're trading all that uh, without our knowledge. So,
0: how 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 do you think that uh, Gillian Maxwell managed to get a ten year reduction? Uh, Does that mean that she's not going to pay so much into the share fund?
3: No, I don't think so. I have, of course, you know, I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat at this point, but (laughs) please do. uh, I think that what we're seeing is they're showing it up because look at look at the contrast with R. Kelly. I'm not defending him in the least when I say ten years. R, R. Kelly uh, 10 years? Okay,
0: ten years ten years more. Yes.
3: ten years more right. That's why I was gonna say ten years. I didn't hear that. Okay ten years more for uh, you know, clearly a, a, a less egregious crime. Now I'm, I'm not saying that he should be let off or anything like that. Don't please don't misinterpret me with if you're hearing this, but um, I would say yes, with her, it's it's a I really think that're we're, what we're seeing, the absurdity of what we're seeing is just it's off the hook right now. So, And there, remember that there's an opposition. Uh, there's always an opposite side. And I do believe we have the cabal and the baddies. And I do believe we have good people that are working. I am actually on this tour have run into some things that I, I cannot speak directly of, but I can tell you that there's some stuff that's going on that isn't what's up for public consumption. And it's very good, but it does not let us off the hook. It does not to say that we the people don't have to step forward. We have to step forward. If we don't step forward, all of the vacancies that are occurring in our in our structure of our government and everything else, they have to be filled uh we don't have to have the giant bureaucracies, but we still have to have leadership, et cetera. We still have to have logic and that's for we the people to step up, to take to take our voting integrity into our own hands. And I'm not talking about mob rule, but I'm talking about we, we need to step up to these things. We need to stop having politicians installed. We need to go back to elections. These people are not elected. They're installed. If you don't know that at this point, I, I don't know what to say. The, the, that's how these people, how they keep getting voted in. I mean, Newsom, Newsom, nobody, nobody likes him. So how did he win the, uh, you know, the, the recall election by 66.6%?
1: Hmm. Well, it wasn't because people voted for him. Anetta. Oh. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but we really need to close. Mass, is there anything you'd like to say before we sign out?
2: It would be great if we could just focus on fighting the enemy instead of fighting each other. And I'm so pleased to talk with the, with the three of you to fight the beast system. I'm very pleased with that. That's why I'm, I'm glad to be back on your show.
0: Despite the initial unpleasant realization of the truth, you will see there is light in the tunnel. There is an increasing number of respected journalists, writers, politicians, doctors, lawyers, influencers, artists, activists, healers, and innovators who are wide awake and are already making great impact. All they require from you is to unplug from mainstream and social media propaganda, to make your own independent research, stop acquiescing, and to stand up for what you believe in with respect to others. Remember, you were born with power and you wake up each day with power. It is entirely up to you how you choose to retain or give it away. You've been listening to another live broadcast of The Other Side of the News. This 105th edition is entitled Breaking Through Poverty and remains available at www.theothersideofthenews.com. My name is Timothy Saunders, and together with Kintia and Annette Driscoll, I offer special thanks to our guest, paldi our listeners, contributors, and our sound engineer, Keith Morgan. We wish you all a very positive week and look forward to reconnecting with you next Friday. Good night.